Merry Christmas Eve, everybody. Hope you're having a fantastic day. Sherm here, the crazy Asian. Wanted to just give an intro to this segment. It wasn't the best of connections as I was driving uh, from Maryland, uh, from Chicago all the way to Maryland, um, to Louis Vassell. And we were talking about um, if, you can, if you can kind of endure the ins and outs, the re-questioning. Um, I'm going to put up the three segments that we had here. We end up talking about marketing, how to get the attention of an influencer and also, if you're in the music business, whether that's yourself or you're more kind of the producer looking for that talent. And so I think there's a lot of great gems that are in this. So if you don't mind enduring it, um, he and I are going to get together to redo kind of our conversation. But hope you really can grab the gems out of this and enjoy. So here, without further ado, Louis Vassal and the Crazy Asian. Shermloop! Louis Vassell, welcome to the Crazy Asian Podcast. Hey, thank you for having me, my guy. I, I'm so excited, man, for you to share your story with the audience today, man. Thank you for having me on. I'm excited to share my story, bro. All right, so let's just jump to it, man. How? Uh, why don't you introduce yourself to people that aren't familiar with Louis Vassell? Uh, I am from the UK and I am all about my my whole thing is at the moment hashtag get into the Gary that's kind of like that's that's the strap line so if I do, I'll start at the beginning. Start there. Start at the best place to start. So it all started when I was eight years. I've, I've been rapping since I was eight years old. Wow. I've always, I've always loved putting words together that rhyme. It's just something that, it's just something that I've always done. Um, and it's something that stuck with me growing up. Um, I was born in I was born in Northland, in a place called Islington. I moved around London throughout my childhood, and so then what's next after that? So I started rapping when I was eight. Um, went to went to school went to a very good school a very high school a grammar school here. Um, went to, I went to a grammar school then went to university went to a university in a place called Leeds um, when I was at university so when I was at university obviously always with obviously my love of reading, writing, expressing myself, studied European, European studies and law at university. Whilst I was at university, I met my daughter's mum. I met my daughter's mum when I was like, oh, I want to say 19. I met my daughter's mum when I was 19. Had my was with her for five years, 
had my daughter at 24. Um, so obviously, that was whilst I was still in Leeds. My daughter was born at... It's three hours north of so twenty-four. Um, stayed in Leeds after graduating, working up there. Um, stayed up there for another three years. Working, working, working away. Um, moved back down south, but instead of moving back to London, actually to which is 30 minutes outside of London. Moved to a place called Gillingham in Kenwich, which, which is where I am at the moment. Moved down there uh, with, with my daughter. My daughter lives with me. And I've been for the last four years where I've been working. I mean, in terms, in terms of the rapping, I would say I've only been taking it super serious for the last six months, which is why um, in the last um, I'd say month or so, that's where the I got the idea for. So, yeah, so six, six months. Um, then I stumbled across a guy by, by the name of Gary V. Absolutely loved his message. Uh, came up with the idea of hashtag getting to the Gary and have been uh, pushing that ever since, uh, which brings us up to the present day, uh, which is why I'm speaking to you. Which is awesome. So let's let's go back in time to eight years old. What were some who were some of the rappers that were kind of inspiring you at the time? So my the first person that really got me into rap was Tupac. Yes. So the I remember um Tupac got a song called um, Toss It Up with Jodeci. Yes. I went, to, I went to buy that song on C D. Um for, for the younger guy the younger guys listening do your research about what a C D is. And I and I, <laughs> <laughs> I learned it word for word. And then I'd done the same thing with his album, All Eyes On Me. Oh, wow. The double, the double. The double, the double whammy shirt. That was such a classic Tupac album, right? There were such great songs on that one. TCA, I still got it, yeah? Yeah, yeah. Excellent. It was, it was such a great album. So many stellar songs. Oh, it's um, it's a classic. I mean, you're talking about the album that had California Dreaming, California, California Dreaming. That's some, that's a rock band. Um, what, what other so now, now when I think of it, um, ah. Oh. Um, two of America's Most Wanted with Snoop Dogg. It was just a, just a great album. Yeah. So Tupac, Tupac was responsible. I think Tupac is a very, very big reason why I rap today. 
amazing. Have I still got you, yeah? To still rap today, then. Okay, let me just... Let me move around a little, Sherm, because we've got some... Uh, we yeah, we, we've got some signal. Yeah? You got, me, you got me still? Yeah, I got you still. You sound, you sound clear on my end. Excellent. Yeah, I've got you loud and clear now. Go ahead, my friend. So, um, what inspired... Um, my current day inspiration? That's a great question. Um, who do I really like now? I, lo I, I like a lot of... I like a lot of UK artists now. I mean... Okay. Um, I mean... In terms of stateside, Jay Z will Jay Z will always inspire me. I just think that I, I think I think he's the best rapper ever. Okay. Um, and he will always he will always be an inspiration to me. Um, um, but yeah, a lot of UK artists inspire me. I mean, because obviously we have a sound over here called Grime. <laughs> and the um the guy well some of the guys that started the sound grime um a guy a guy like Wiley Wiley's a big inspiration to me he's another reason why I started um we call it instead of rapping we call it MCing over here um Wiley Dizzy Rascal um some of the guys some of the real pioneers I mean in in my I mean, yeah, pirate radio guys that were there from the very start, they're very inspiring to me. Gotcha. And then so how did you get introduced then to Gary V? if we kind of fast forward to today? Um, another great question. Uh, so I actually stumbled across Gary V um, on a Breakfast Club interview. Ah, uh, yes, okay. And I was that it was so interesting because it was that you know Rick Ross, Jay Z, Two Chains, and then Gary Vaynerchuk. I was like, there has to be, <laughs> there, there has to be a reason why they put this guy on the show. Let me just click on it out of curiosity more than anything. Yes, and I've actually got um, on my website lewisvassal.com. Yeah. Um, I've actually got a, a little video explaining what the whole hashtag get into the Gary thing is. Oh, really? Okay. So, um, in that video is a link to the actual Breakfast Club interview, which got the whole thing started for me. Okay. I, I, I couldn't believe it was, it was that, emo it was, it was that finally a motivational speaker who was speaking my language. Yeah, it was just so it was so relatable. Like, I mean, obviously, there's he isn't the first motivational speaker, but there was something in the, what he was saying and the way he was saying it that just clicked for me. Yeah. Um. From that, obviously, I just started consuming all of his content. Followed him on all the socials. Started binge watching. Um. 
the Daily V and Ask Gary V show uh, to the point where, and I mean, uh, we're all guilty of it, where to the point where I actually started talking like Gary V. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> We've all been there, done that, got the T-shirt. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I was just, it was just, it was just a breath of fresh air. There was no, there was no, yeah. there was no bullshit. It was straight to the point. And the core, the core thing that I took away from it, and something that I actually sampled in one of my songs. Um, check me out on SoundCloud. Uh, username is Lewis Vassal. Uh, and can you spell that for everybody? That's not. Uh, that's listen to it in a podcast format. What, how do you spell? How do you spell Vassal? So most people know Lewis um, L E W I S. But how do you spell Vassal? So you can find on SoundCloud. So Vassal is V A S E L. Okay. So that's all one word. And to the point where I even sampled him in one of my songs. Um, and it's the actual, oh, right. okay. the actual part of the interview where it says, um, where he says, are you an entrepreneur because you love working 18 hours a day? Because I did. Like, that's how you're going to win by work, nothing else. And that just really, really resonated with me because... It, it, it's just it's to me it's so true like there's not going to be anything you're not going to do anything without absolutely busting your gut and even when you do there's still no guarantee of success right so uh, when i when i when i sampled that for one of my songs it got me thinking um and i think that was kind of the 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 start of me thinking about this whole hashtag getting to the Gary thing because I was like, what if I actually got him to actually, at first at first I was going I went really extreme, I was like well I'm going to teach him how to rap and that would be great and then I was like, hmm, he's 42, um, if it happens in the next 10 yep. years and he's 52, he's probably not going to want to start spitting lyrical fire so I was like, okay then well what does he do? He he. He, he talks and he, he inspires. So if I could get him to say something at the start of the album, um, that would just be all time for me. So that's where the idea of hashtag getting to the Gary started. Um, then it's kind of evolved over time um, to the point now where, where it's currently at is I actually want to put together an album I want to co I want to collaborate with all musicians that um, are if they're familiar with Gary V, even if they're not, because I think they if they're not that they soon will be. Um, and I just want to put together an album, um, and I want to call the album Hustle. And I would yes. like him I would like him to do the intro and just explaining why hustle is the most important word ever. Yeah, yeah I love it. So that's where we are. I, and, I, and I love it. So um, l let's talk a little bit about this because I think a lot of people don't know how to actually get his attention. So, um, and, and, he, and so let me kind of give you a little bit of context. So hopefully we have a good connection all the way through and you can hear me clearly. So uh -huh. um, I was introduced to Gary Vee because I, I downloaded one of his audiobooks, Crush It. And then mm -hmm. about a year later, um, I was at a conference for, for work, and lo and behold, my company had sponsored Gary to come talk to this huge industry conference. 
And and then so afterwards, I was able to meet with him face to face and just chat just briefly. Right, we had like literally like a a 60, 60 second to 90 second exchange. Right. And so I was telling him that you know, I've consumed some of his content and I got an Ask Gary V book. And he actually said, yeah, he's like, I can totally see that you read talking about. And that's what I look for. I look for like the one person in the audience that is like not in their head. They totally get what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. And so it was after that moment, because I'm in a very heavily regulated industry that I went like all in on social media. And mm-hmm. so I started consuming a lot of content. Um, and so a lot of people don't know this if, if they found them relatively newer. But if you go over to like the Daily V, like 126, 127, I, I'm a phone call that he reached out to and I and I didn't get I, and I didn't pick up. Um, so no he said he was sure he's going to flip out. He's gonna, this guy's going to flip out. So um, anyway, um, over, over the over the last, I'd say it's probably been about a year and a half or so, um, just in, engaging with him and engaging with his team. Um, name amongst the team. A lot, a lot of them know who I am. Uh-huh. Context, because I do consume a lot of these small little snippets that he puts out there. People just don't notice how to get them. So. Um, First off is, have you emailed any of your stuff to, like, music at GaryVaynerChuck.com or uh, VaynerMedia.com? Excuse me. No. Um, the, reason, the reason being, and I was speaking to um, I Am Radio about the, this sort of thing. I mean, my, if I can describe, the best way I can describe it to you, my grand, my, my overall goal in, I don't know, let's say, let's put a number on it. In 10 years' time, I would like to have the opportunity to go to New York and to meet with him and to ask him the question. This is not something that I envisage happening in 18 months, even 24 months. So where I'm, yep. at, where, where I'm at now, I mean, the, the music that I'm producing now, I want to be so sure oh, I, and everything... When it comes to music, I'm so much of a perfectionist. Everything has to be just right for me to be able to submit it to his team to say, oh, will you put this on the playlist or will you use this in one of the daily bees? I love it. So so here's here's one of the things that I I tell people is that if, if you want his attention purely from... Like, what is he getting out of it, right? So if there's at any point there's an angle where he feels like you're getting the, the better of his exposure, then, then he doesn't want to do it, right? Like, that's just how he views, views the world. And that's just like his jab, 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 right hook mentality, right? Um, give, 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 give. And then you can ask, right? So, um, so from that context, um, because you're not looking to work for him, you're looking to collaborate with him, which I think is just a very unique way to go about it, right? Uh, plus, you want to basically have an album that's kind of Gary Vayner-esque inspired, right? So, in a sense, you want to be able, be, able, be able to create, like, a book, and he's just doing the forward, right? That's right. That's exactly it. So, so what, what it kind of makes me think about is, 
Um, wouldn't it be amazing? Two with Louis Vassell. Hello, Shem, the crazy Asian. <laughs> All right, so I don't know where I got cut off there. Um, um, but you were like, What would be amazing? You said it's quite that's very unique, like a forward to a book. What would be amazing was, and that's where I lost you. Um, is that if the out like you have the album, right? You have the 12 tracks, the 15 tracks already laid down, and you're just asking the guy. Just give the, give their thoughts as a forward to your book. It's not a big ask, right? Because you're already pushing out the music. You're already pushing out the album. And all you're asking for is, because you're not even asking for an endorsement. You just want to be able to put that at the tag part of the front of the album, right? To be able to kind of put a bow on it, so to speak. Does it does it sound to you, I mean, with the album title, and obviously because you are because you know how the guy thinks in a sense, does it sound yeah. like something that he would be interested in doing in the long term? Absolutely. 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 And, and it's, it's, it's more from, so from coming from here like this, look, a lot of your songs are going to be about Gary V, right. Or about what he talks, thinks about what is kind of where he's coming from. Right. And so all, is you're putting together like Gary V's greatest hits from a standpoint of like, you know, uh, 51 over 49, the hustle, right? Like if, if, if I'm in your shoes, I would literally be using a lot of his wallpapers to, to my songs. And so that way it's almost a tribute to the guy. And, and it's like the quicker I, you could do it, the better because he just came out with that airplane project and that it's like, he remembers this idea of albums coming out and that's what he wanted to draw. Um, the other thing that I think about um, Lewis is like with this is one of the things he fought against was being classified as a motivational speaker because he really views himself as an entrepreneur, right? That's what he is. He's a businessman, not a motivational speaker, but it just so happens. And so I know for him, he's looking at trying to shift. Because um, right now he speaks at all these different conferences, which is nice. But what he's trying to do conference content, right? So um, the Agent 2021 that's happening down in Miami, that's like 100% produced, all proceeds being received by VaynerX. Right, right. 
And then he's doing the same thing in Houston in February. And so he, he will get a big enough following where that's where. So this is where I think it's going. Number one is talent has a ton of rappers on staff, mm-hmm. right? They're on, not on, not on, not on staff, not on staff. But here's a way that he can create, like change that motivational talk to an all day conference where he's giving out gobs of content, right? So if, if you're in the stable of Vayner talent, all of a sudden he can now promote all of his artists at his own venue of his own choosing. And oh, by the way, if you're an aspiring rapper, if you're an aspiring artist, so that's where he's going, right? He's going to dominate one genre like rapping. And then he's going to say it's open to anybody. That's where he's going, right? Like a lot of times people, they don't see kind of where his next move is, but that's exactly where it's going. He's trying to figure out how he can do his conferences, his own style, and then bring his own flair to it. And so the idea is that every aspiring producer, rapper, musician will want to come to this because he's going to literally show you how he's able to take all these various rappers who you've never heard of before and create an amazing amount of value for them in a one-day conference or, or, or what have you, right? It's a, it's a, it's a so, great idea. Um, but, if you, but if you think about it, like you just mentioned before, is that music can be a complete island, right? Like there's artists in the UK that will never make it to the US and it doesn't matter. They will have a huge dominating force in their country. Mm-hmm. And see, that's where I think you end up coming from, right? Because so, so Vayner Media in London is new and they need what you got. They need they need original content. I was gonna ask. I was gonna ask if he's got an office over here. Yeah, he does in London, and that's where. So if, if I'm Lewis, I would literally know every single person at that office. I'd find out who's making videos, and I would create content for them. Um, I think there's a huge opportunity to basically get at the ground level of Vayner Media in London. And be like the exclusive like producer of music for them in the genre of rap, right? And and then you be the go-to guy of saying, yeah, I think this I think this guy's got a great sound. You know what I mean? Like you're the one that's basically curating music for them and reducing the hassle of them having to go out to SoundCloud and find all these various various rappers, right? Because you're doing it for them. So I act as the bridge between them and the talent that's out there. Yeah, I mean, so when they first started out, I, I, I don't know how many hours uh, D-Rock was probably, and Babin were spending trying to find music, and then they would say, hey, send us your stuff, and then now they're at a point where they probably have more than enough stuff being sent to them in that email, music at Gary, you know, VaynerMedia.com, that they're, they're, they have more than enough, right? But remember, the backbone of who they are is it's not it's not Gary V. The backbone of who they are, the the, the what are they a hundred and sixty million dollar business is a media company. Mm. That's who they are. They're a media company, and so that's where I think there's a huge amount of opportunity. Um, and, and 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 as you know, you're in music. The sounds that you guys can create so unique, so dominant that it can be like it can be there for years to come. 
So yeah, that's 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 my thought. Well, I knew I knew that there was I I knew when I would speak to you that I would get a a great amount from you because you always provide great value when I'm listening to you and you've just given me a great idea. Um, I mean. I was because I saw I saw on his Instagram story that he was in London and it got me thinking, has he got an office in London? I mean, I feel like he would have an office in London because, you know, it's London. Um, so that's definitely my first port of call, 100%. The director of Gary Vaynerchuk, right? So he runs like a 12 person team. They're the ones that create all the Instagram stories and like all the buttoned up stuff, right? Hold on the chicks. And the schedule, Gary. So Andy actually emailed Gary and said, hey, I want to work for you for free. And, and literally, Andy is the pillar, the explosion today on, on, on the personal brand side, because it was another way that, you know, Andy was able to take, you know, Gary's vision of, hey, I want to do this, and then put all the specifics around it, right? He's the one that's able to launch the airplane project in Medium, in YouTube, you know, in Instagram posts, in stories, right? In a one cohesive strategy and not one at a time, which would typically be the way that you would do it as a personal brand, unless you had the chops and the skills of, 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 of a guy like Andy. Um, so Andy and so that's kind of where I... So, uh, sorry yeah. to jump in there. So Andy is like a very, very, very important part of the team. Yeah, I, I'd say um, he's more like a conductor yeah. to, to everything, right? Like, and so Gary doesn't worry himself with the small details. He tells you what, this is what he's thinking about, about, about the idea, and then you have to deliver, right? That's, that's the trust that he gives in you. And that's exactly what Andy's able to do with, you know, the, the Babins, the Iris, the D-Rock, the Tylers, right? Like, he's able to orchestrate all of them together. It's amazing. I mean, one of the things. I mean, obviously, they they're vain, they're vain in London. The the other the, kind of going the other way. So my 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 goal is. I mean, since I've started taking it seriously, I've always I've yep. always thought globally, and especially mm -hmm. when it comes to hip hop, America is the home of hip hop. Yes. If I so my my whole thought was okay, it, it, I, there's something that's drawing me towards the states. If I can somehow get exposure to that market, then that will be because I'm thinking ten ten years, twenty years from now, legacy. I want to be known as a person that changed the music industry. Right. Well, so this is what I, this is what I think of in changing that, Lewis, mm -hmm. is you, you don't. So 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 in the United States, a lot of people that want to make it in country music, they go to Memphis, right? Home of Elvis Presley, mm -hmm. home of a ton of other artists that have made it. Right. And so there's a huge 
country scene in Tennessee. It's so completely unique. But the beauty about music today is you can make it and produce it anywhere. So think about it like, so um, I, I'm always amazed at this, that there's artists from the U.S. that don't have a market at all here, but dominate in like in Asia, right? Like South Korea, Taiwan, Hong Kong, the Philippines, right? Like, like there's a band called Westlife back in the like early 2000s. It's a boy band from the United States, but they have zero market in the U.S. Like nobody's ever heard of them. But when I was in the Philippines, this band was on the radio all the time. Unbelievable. And so I think about it. Like, like, so think about it. Like there's a lot of people that don't make it in the U.S. in basketball in the European League. Go play in the Filipino League, right? And, and they dominate. They're, they're able to take their hobby into a completely different market because it's saturated, right? So think about it. The, the rap game is saturated in the U.S. What if you were the conduit? You were the guy to get heard in the U.K.? Oh, I'm, still with there? You, I'm with you. I'm listening. So that's why I think, could you be the guy? Right? So what what if so if I'm you, I would be connecting with like all these rappers on SoundCloud and saying, hey, um, but so this is the thing is that you need the platform, right? So how are where how are you gonna showcase people? Um, I like Anchor because it's you tell them to produce their stuff on Anchor, you just echo it to a massive audience, mm. right? And so, or, or yeah, yeah. So, the, the, you know, the podcast, you know, makes it friendly. And so for you, you could basically be a producer anywhere. It doesn't matter where you put your head at night. You could produce content or, or basically you're DJing various artists, right? Um, and I, and I like, so, so a big thing is where I think it finds a nice home with like media mm -hmm. is that's, I think a lot of companies going forward will be creating their own commercials. Like, so instead of it going to like some agency in New York or LA or London, it'll be like literally that small agency goes to their office and says, yeah, this is what we can do for you. What do you think about this? Mm. Oh yeah, we can tweak that for you because we can now, we can, you can edit video in real time. You can literally do it from your phone if you had mm. to. And so I think there's a lot of opportunity. And, and, and video, that's just the way people are consuming content today. Video and audio, it's just the way to go. So I think there's a lot of opportunity for somebody to be able to kind of take, like it's connecting music with marketing, right? It's, it's that avenue. Um, so yeah, it's like, Hey, I've, if it's basically like, it reminds me of Dr. Dre back in like the, you know, the late, late nineties, where if you were a rapper and you wanted to get seen, you would, you would send your demo tape to, to Dr. Mm -hmm. Dre. Why can't that be Louis, Louis Vassal? Yeah, exactly. And it's, it's a really great point. We mix in the, the music with marketing. So, you know, when Dr. Dre stopped making music, he started making beats, which made everyone pay attention to the music yep. he was 
creating or curating at the time anyway. Yeah. It's, it's really interesting. The way that it's going, it's thinking about it as a tool that complements media rather than an art form in and of itself. Yeah. And I think the beauty of personal branding is that you can finally have an entry level in music, right? Like, think about it. Like, like you can pursue your passions and still make a living, you know, not, not like, not, not like six figures, but I think it can go there. But let's say you made 40 grand putting out your music on SoundCloud or selling it to, you know, uh, you know, one advertising company or, you know what I mean? Or you're, you know, selling selling some T-shirts on Shopify. I think there's a huge opportunity to start, you know, having these smaller, talented individuals that have a people that now can actually earn a living on it. Where before it was all or nothing. It was you know feast or famine. There was nothing in between. And now social media allows you to have that middle class. Uh, as a musician well that's a great point and originally um the whole thing the whole reason i'd started and the reason i started my own business was you know because i've been there i've been 18 years old and thinking that if i put a, a three minute song i produced for myself on onto soundcloud that i was going to be on the music hall of fame the next day so, <laughs> so it's all about the, the company that I set up. It was all about getting talented individuals in whatever field and getting them to start thinking about the business side of what they're doing. Because um, yeah. another great message from Gary V is, you know, um, being creative is absolutely fine and it, it's beautiful and wonderful and all of that. You still have to sell. Um, otherwise... You, otherwise yeah. you don't make any money which and if you don't want to make any money that's fine carry on making music in your bedroom enjoy it if you do um, which, yeah. which i think a lot of people do uh, they do see monetizing it at some stage in the future um it's just getting people to think along those lines one one like if i'm an artist i'm only using my own cell to make a living if i'm a mm -hmm. producer i have a stable of artists that's that's what that's the goal that that's the goal to be uh, imagine like a doctor imagine like a dr dre where when he had snoop and he had tupac and i'd be in the hub where everyone, where everyone formulates around. So at the moment, what I'm doing, um, every, every guy, every guy MC from the UK, I'm getting them to, I want them all to do it. Still there, Sherm, yeah? Yeah, I'm still here. So every guy, um, I'm, every guy that I get in contact with, I'm like, I'll send you, I'll send you an instrumental, put a verse on it, I'll put a verse on it and we'll put it out. And if I do, yes. And if I do that with every single artist that I come into contact with, eventually I'm going to start pushing out this portfolio. Um, yes. And, and the catalog, you know, that's what it's all about. 
Yes. And, and I love that idea because you're promoting them and there's at the same time, you, you yourself personally are tapping into their market. That's it. Right. Like that's, that's huge. And so, so many artists, they're so, they're, they're so stuck on their own stuff. They can't get out of their own way. That's so true. That's so true. I mean, I mean th think about it. Like, um, you, you talked about the collab between Tupac and Jakar, right? Is it Jakar? Was that who it was? Um, but I, yeah, Snoop, right? And, but I think about, like, um, even, like, Mariah Carey and Bone Thugs and Harmony, they did a song called Breakdown. And that allowed both of them to get into each other's worlds. And they're, they're completely different worlds, right? Like, the consumer of Mariah Carey songs is not the same as those in Bone Thugs. But because of this really cool song that you were able to co-produce and co-create, they created something fantastic. And then their audience was able to enjoy both. Yeah, I mean, uh, if, uh, the sooner, if any um, aspiring musicians like myself are listening to this, uh, the sooner that you can start thinking about collaboration and collaboration outside of your genre, I mean, something that helped Jay-Z reach so many people is when he done the album of Linkin Park. So as soon as you can start thinking about collaboration, tapping into other people's markets, the, the quicker that you're going to see results because you're expanding your fan base. All right, Louis Vassell, third time's a charm. I'm, I'm driving through middle part of America, and so I'm, my, my connection's dropping you. No problem, so. crazy Asian. All right, so take three on our get Louis Vassell, get him to the Gary. Amazing. Um, yeah, so where we left off, I mean, um, I don't know if you picked it up, but I basically said anyone that's thinking about doing anything in the music business, because everything is so integrated now, the sooner that mm -hmm. you can start thinking about collaboration, and especially collaboration outside of your genre, um, the better things are going to go for you. <laughs> Absolutely. And that's one of the key things that you can bring to the table for a lot of people that want to get to the UK market is understanding the business side, right? So if I'm a musician and, and I just love my content, right, you can help them understand how to think of it like a business and market it differently. Of course. Which is why... Which is why the whole Gary V thing came into it because I was never thinking, I mean, I, I wasn't thinking a lot of terms. Um, I, put it this way. I always thought that if the music was good enough, they would sell itself. Um, yes. Which, which, is, which is not the case at all. It need, you need to be able to sell it 
or, or you need somebody around you that is going to sell it for you. Yes. You at, at the end of the day, you always need an audience. Of course. Which is why, which is why the whole, I mean, why I'm fascinated by the whole personal branding thing, because by building, by building my brand is how I'm going to get access to an audience. Yes. So these are all these concepts to me. It's something that I'm working out as I'm going along. And, and the cool thing about it is, so's everybody else, exactly. right? Like, exactly. I, I wouldn't, I, I wouldn't say that there's anybody that's dominating in the music in the music industry, right? So heavily that there's no reason that you can't do it. I mean, I would say the first the first name the first name that jumps to my head, and someone that understands branding so cleverly. Um, I would say Drake. Drake. Drake really understands how to sell his music. Not only, not only is he a great musician, he also understands brand and brand awareness. Yep. So, um, so Drake is one, but just because Drake's absolutely crushing it, there's still there is still room for other people to come with their own interpretation of it and do it in their own way because people always, 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 always want to be entertained. Damn, homie. This Asian so crazy, the crazy Asian. My bro, thank you so much for having me on earlier. It was a pleasure. It's always a pleasure to talk to you. You are so knowledgeable and so enthusiastic. Your energy is infectious. I actually am looking forward to doing it again with no interruptions. And yeah, thank you for giving me inspiration. Thank you for pointing me in the right direction on my journey. Have a fantastic now. And I'll speak to you soon. Thanks again, bud. Louis Vessel, Sherm here, the Crazy Asian. Thank you so much for taking time out of your busy schedule to be able to sit down with me and really talk through what you're trying to do when it comes to hashtag work for the Gary. And so, or, you know, excuse me, hashtag get to the Gary. And so the idea here is that I wanted to thank you, appreciate you, 
having the open conversation with me about what you want to do, what your aspirations are, and then being open-minded enough to allow me to give some of my thoughts on what I think about the music industry and overall leverage about social media and how you can really start having a presence, and also my thoughts about you know getting the attention of an influencer like a Gary Vaynerchuk and ultimately the business of VaynerMedia. And so um, I am super excited for you and I to kind of connect again, maybe go through this without any kind of interruption. But most importantly, I look forward to checking in in about 90 days, seeing what your network is like out there in London at the Vayner Media office, seeing what people you already know, what relationships you've already built, what things, I mean, what projects or collaborations you guys have already put together. I'm super excited about that. Sherm's out.